Hi, welcome to the Acts Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! Today, uh, we are very excited to do this. You know, this is the second time we're doing baptism, water baptism as a church. And the first time we did it as a separate ceremony uh, after the church service uh, back at the church hub. Uh, but uh, God has blessed us and uh, given us favor, more favor uh, with the place that we're meeting now. And uh, now they allow us to, uh, you know, use their courtyard. So in a while, you know, what we're going to do is that we will be allow, uh, letting the different candidates. And today we'll be baptizing five people, five people today. Um, and, uh, you know, at the end of the month, another three more in Bristol. So praise God. Amen. God's now giving baptisms to all the different church plants. And uh, so, you know, while we're going to hear from five people uh, about their journey and uh, how they came to know Jesus and what God has done for them. Uh, and then we will adjourn uh, at the end of the service uh, to outside the courtyard where we will baptize them one by one uh, with the help of an inflatable pool. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've kept the water very cold uh, to help with the repentance. No, I'm just joking, just joking. Uh, you know, one of the jokes I like to tell people all the time is that, you know, I always ask them, you know, for the purpose of printing out the baptism certificate, I always ask them, uh, when did you uh, get saved? When did Jesus become your Lord and Savior? And uh, what year is it now? And then we do the math. Uh, and uh, today, I won't mention who, but today, the record is uh, we have someone who 16 years, right? 16 years uh, since the day he gave his life to Jesus. And then now, after 16 years of disobedience, I'm not joking. Um, <laughs> Uh, after 16 years. So we, we jokingly said that for, you know, every year represents a second. So those are 16 seconds. You got to be in the water. But no, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. You know, we are going to be hearing from uh, different ones uh, sharing about their life very soon. Uh, and then we will adjourn outside. And uh, depending on how uh, uh, fast or how speed, uh, uh, how, how the speed goes with each sharing, uh, we might either start the baptism, serve, uh, baptism ceremony uh, outside at either 1.15. Uh, if not, maybe the earliest, we can even start by 1 p.m. Uh, if everything runs uh, smoothly. And then after that, we can still come back and uh, you know, enjoy some refreshments that have been prepared by the hospitality team. Amen. You know, before I get them up, and uh, I know I'm just doing this as, uh, you know, as a warm-up because uh, you know, some of them are serving, uh, and I wanted them to have some time to collect their thoughts. Uh, but besides just buying them time, uh, I also just want to share just a very quick, uh, you know, just a, a quick point, a truth about the power of testimony. You know, in the Bible, you know, specifically, you know, in Revelations, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Revelations chapter 12, uh, verse 11 says that it is by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony that we defeat the enemy. And, you know, this is the Word of God reminding us, you know, that the most powerful thing, the most beautiful thing to ever happen in our lives is to know God to be loved by Him, to be saved by Him. We are all saved by the blood of the Lamb. We are all saved by the sacrifice of Jesus. And yet, God is so kind to say that it is by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. You know, our word is, is, is cheap compared to God. And yet, God says that, no, there is power when you testify. Because when you testify, you're linking it back to God's sacrifice. You know, every believer, every time we testify... Every time we tell of how good God has been, the only reason God can be good to us in any way, the only reason we are blessed, the only reason
reason we have, you know, the opportunities we have. We have the health that we have. We have the, the jobs that we have, the finances that we have, and, and, and the friendships and the family that we have, the good days that we have. All of that is only possible because of God's love. And so every time we testify, we are speaking it out. We are verbalizing God's goodness. And not only verbalizing it, but we are also reminding it to ourselves. And so in other words, God is saying that, do you know that the power to defeating the enemy, the power to overcoming every obstacle that will come your way has already been completed by Jesus. Now you just got to replay it. And we replay what God has done by speaking out in truth what He has done in our lives, you know. And so a testimony is an outward manifestation of what God has done on the inside. And so in a while, we're going to hear testimony, the outward manifestation, what God has done in the physical realm, you know, and that started when He sowed that seed of salvation many years ago in us. Amen? And so this is going to be an amazing time. And as different ones come up to share their story, I encourage you, church, I pray that you will be blessed. But more than that, I pray that you will cheer them on. And not only that, I pray that, you know, perhaps maybe God will even use some of the words they use to, to remind yourself of your testimony. And may you be inspired by the sh their sharing of their testimony that you will find strength and find, you know, just truth in your testimony and begin to share it again or to desire more new testimony, fresh testimonies from God. And so that, you know, you press that spiritual replay button of what God has done and allow that strength to help you overcome and for you to face whatever challenges that life and even the enemy will throw at you. Amen? Praise God. And also, you know, we are so blessed to, you know, be baptizing five people and uh, two girls, three guys, uh, all of them except one guy. You know, I noticed, you know, all uh, their names start with J. J, 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 and then there's one T. Amen. Uh, but how many know that T is okay? Man, T also looks at like the cross. Amen. So it's, you know, so it's good. We've got J for Jesus and T for the cross. So, so we're covered. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> And um, so, you know, the first person uh, that will be coming up uh, and uh, to share her testimony, I pray that church, you would uh, just uh, give her all the encouragement, uh, is uh, none other than, you know, our very awesome, our very beautiful Jillian. Jillian, come on. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, my name is Jillian. So... I didn't grow up in a Christian family. When I was 12, my mother's side cousins, um, who are Christians, brought me to their youth fellowship. And I was very amazed by everyone in the fellowship because I have never seen such a lovely bunch of people who are so kind-hearted, welcoming and caring. I was very inspired. And I became very curious about this God they are serving. I um, started attending the fellowship more regularly, and I also gradually came to realize just how great and deep God's love is and how much He desires to have a personal relationship with me. Um, I also realized my own issues. <laughs> so back then, I was a very arrogant, selfish, and self-centered person. And my desire then was to be <laughs> rich, famous, and successful. Um, then God also helped me to discover that my selfishness and arrogance are empty and for nothing. 
and they will never give me true ha happiness. Eventually, I accepted Christ when I was 15, wanting to learn more about God and to turn away from selfishness to a new life God has offered me. So it has not been an easy journey for me, especially when I'm the only Christian in my family. Sometimes I feel stressed and burdened to hold the responsibility to represent uh, the responsibility the responsibility of representing Christ to a family who is not en enthusiastic about my faith in Jesus. But I know that God is with me in this journey, and accepting Jesus as my savior um, is the one very best decision that I have ever made. Because without him, I would not have learned how arrogant I was back then and how many people have been hurt by what I did or said to them. Without him, I would not have learned how to say sorry. Without him, I would not have learned how to be grateful for what I have and the people who have been kind to me. Without him, I would not have known what is joy and what it means to love and forgive. Um... I also learned that following Jesus is never, never about behavioral rectification, but rather heart transformation. I also struggled with putting God first and letting him take full control of my life, but he knew the way of how to make me put him first. Yeah, that's how awesome God is. <laughs> yeah. He remained a faithful God during my season of backsliding and he chased me down through various unimaginable, marvelous ways just to pull me back to his arms again. When the opportunity for baptism came, I felt a nudge from God and decided to act on it. I'm very, very happy to be taking this step to a more faith-filled life with Christ. And I'm also very, very excited to be baptized in this church who has shown me and loved me so much. Although it's, it has only been months, but it is truly, truly an honor to be part of this amazing family. I thank God. I thank Jesus. I thank God for each and every one of you here. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing that, Jillian. And I still remember, you know, the very first time I met Jillian, uh, she was, you know, she was obviously very blessed by church that day, but she was also very honest enough to share, to say that, you know, I, I, I worry because every time I have an encounter with God, uh, I know sometimes it's the, the, the life where I'm at right now at that time. You know, I, and she was so honest to say, I find it hard to prioritize God. Uh, I'm not sure whether you remember saying that to me. And, and I just encouraged her to say, but you know what? It's all about progress. It's all about taking that, that step. You know, if, if God is at the 10th place in your life, would you make him number nine? And then once he's number nine, would you make him number eight? And then seven, six, five, four, three, two. And today we're so blessed that in a matter of months, we've seen Jillian out of the confession of her own mouth. Jesus is now number one. Amen. Praise God. Let's give God praise. Amen. That's what church is about. We're here to celebrate each other. And I just want to say, Jillian, we're so proud of you. We're so proud of how you've prioritized God. And uh, we've seen God's goodness just, you know, overflow in your life. Amen. Praise God. What a great start, eh? And uh, right now, let's move on. You know, let's uh, hear from, uh, uh, let's, we'll kind of like alternate or something like that. We'll hear from the, the guys. 
Uh, and uh, up next is none. I'm just looking around, making sure he's, he's ready. Up next is none other than Justin. Justin, come on up, Justin. <laughs> Hi, church. Um, hope you guys are doing great. So, <laughs> uh, my walk with God started with just being a Sunday routine where my parents would uh, drop me at church on, for Sunday school, uh, you know. And to my younger self, God was just a distant figure and somehow loved me and was always there for me. But at that time, I didn't quite understand how and why. The first time that I took God seriously was during my penultimate year in uh, high school where I did not only fail one paper, not even two, but failed four papers in my final exam. <laughs> That's how bad I was. <laughs> even, though, even though at that time, I was just uh, attending four extra classes each week just to help me cope with my studies. Um, it became more stressful going to my final year as I knew that um, the outcome of my high school diploma would greatly determine my future. Um, so, but at the same time, it became apparent to me that I would not be able to achieve good results with just my own abilities. Uh, and that is when I decided to trust in God with my studies. By doing so, I stopped all my extra classes despite the people around me advising against it, and I was all in with God. Some people thought I was crazy to go against what the world believed was the best prescription, but the verses that kept reassuring me were from Philippians 4, 6, 7. One of my favourite verses, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. As a result, one of the habits that I developed as a student is to always say a prayer before each study session, whether it's short or long, because I, I knew that I wouldn't be able to accomplish anything without Him. True enough, I did much better than expect, expected and got 8A once. And after this, I was transformed from, from being a failing student to a high-achieving student. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Praise God. God's miracles, miracles in my life were not limited to just my studies, but also my parents' salvation. Even when I was studying in London, I was praying for my parents' salvation daily. And Philippians 4, 6 uh, to 7, the same verse was always playing my mind. I was assured that they would accept God one day, but I just didn't know when. Uh, during one of our usual Skype sessions with my family, my parents told me that they gave their lives to Jesus and the pastor told them, did you know that your son has been praying for you every day? So inside me, I was very shocked because I've never mentioned uh, my daily prayer routine to anyone. But at the same time, I'm also thankful for uh, God's work in my, in my parents' lives. Man. So um, as I grew older, I started thinking that setbacks are sometimes God's way of saying, sit back, relax and trust in me. The latest major setback was dropping off my math PhD a year and a half ago to the world and to me at that time especially. I was a total failure. However, it was also during this time when I thought my life was going nowhere that I began to put more of my trust in Him and less on me. By His grace, I landed my dream job, broke the cycle of depression that was haunting me and also finally got my tier 2 uh, visa recently. <laughs> man, man. On top of that, He has also blessed my family and friends in so many ways. Retrospectively, I'm so thankful that God has intentionally put me through difficult situations, not so that He can see me suffer, but He can mold my character and my faith can be increased in the process as well. John 15 verse, 
John 15 verse 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This has been playing on repeat in my system for many months now. And from time to time, I would pause and wonder whether what I was... Uh, I'll pause and wonder, what does it mean to remain in Him and Him in me, especially for my current situation? To be baptised was one of my answers, because if God is such a big part of my life, then I should not be ashamed to publicly declare that He is indeed my God. And uh, to summarise, this is, this is just my testimony, but um, you can have your own testimonies as well. And so today, I encourage you, no matter where you are in life right now, you know, just uh, just, just let God do something in your life. Give him, give him some space to do something great and bring out many great testimonies in your life. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Justin, for sharing, you know, your, your journey with God. And I uh, really praise God, you know, we uh, together, you know, me and uh, Pastor Cat, uh, we have had just the privilege of, you know, almost we always say the term front row seats of seeing the God transform lives in different ones. And, and Justin's definitely uh, one of them. Uh, and uh, it's okay. It's your baptism day. We won't embarrass you too much. But all I can say is yes and amen to all that he shared. And that God is good. And, uh, you know, God is in the business of transforming lives. Amen. Uh, truly, you know, like if, if you knew Justin from the, you know, who he is today. Uh, compared to the person that you, you met him for the first time or when we met him for the first time, uh, God's really, you know, uh, brought him, you know, like the scripture says, from strength to strength, from glory to glory. And I love the part where Justin talks about bearing fruit. And that's exactly what we've seen uh, happen more in his life. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Okay, so we talked, you know, we, we, we have, uh, you know, crossed out two J's. Uh, you know, Jillian and Justin. And uh, so, you know, it's always good to put Christ in the middle. Uh, and uh, I heard, you know, this, this, this person will be coming up. You know, he was uh, so excited. He said, uh, you know, Pastor, uh, you know, make space. Okay, I'm, I'm bringing people. I'm bringing, you know. And then later we found out there were at least 12 people. You know, so I said, wow, you're becoming more like Jesus. You know, you're, you know Jesus had his 12. You're bringing 12. Wow. So, but, you know, you know, it's always good to have friends and family come around us and celebrate and cheer us on. Uh, so, church, would you uh, help me to welcome up Toby? Toby! Uh, I'm pretty old-fashioned, so... <laughs> um, in case you didn't know, I'm Toby, and now I know what it feels like to stand up here. <laughs> um, so I was brought up in a Christian family. Um, I was always taught about uh, who God is, uh, what he meant, and reading the Bible, uh, sometimes watching uh, Veggie Tales or something. <laughs> in case you don't know what that is, you're missing out, so um, quite well. Um, but I guess I never really took God seriously. Um, most of the time, I guess he felt quite quiet in my life. Um, a lot of the choices that I made were uh, just based on what I felt comfortable doing or what I judged to be right. Um, and, and I guess I just relied on quite a lot on myself and to do most of the things I went about doing. Um, and I, I guess just, yeah, what I, what I felt comfortable uh, just maintaining, I guess. Uh, if you know me, I never really like being pulled out of my comfort zone. I don't really like standing here right now, so... Um, <laughs> 
but I guess as you go about uh, life, you come across a lot of tests. Uh, you just come a lot across a lot of mountains to overcome. Um, but I guess in those moments, that's where God stretches you uh, and, and just disrupts your life, uh, just to draw closer to you. Um, and I think probably the last year or so, probably been the hardest for me, um, but at the same time, probably the greatest period where I've experienced God in my life um, and just how much faithfulness he's had, um, just for me as well as his people as well uh, in church and, and just around me. Um, God loves to use people for his plans. Um, and Without doubt, um, he has placed quite a lot of people around me to just help me through so much in my life. Um, I think one example is uh, Pastor Dave and Kat. Um, the amount of love and care they've shown uh, to help just see people grow in, in, in God, in, in church, um, is incredible, to be honest. Um, and just, um, they just help build such a loving church, um, just a family church, um, just filled with so much talent and uh, joy. And um, whilst I'm, I, I'm blessed to call them pastors, uh, I feel more blessed and, and honored to call them uh, dear friends, to be honest. Um, uh, Darius, <laughs> Nathan, Jay, and Adam, um, you guys are amazing. Um, you, you've just helped sharpen me, and um, particularly in the last year where I had my leg injury, uh, and I was looking for a job as well. Um, you guys just serve so faithfully in your own churches, uh, and you just do so much um, just to chase after uh, what God has for you. And um, each of you are just a huge blessing to uh, your own churches, and they're, yeah, they're just so blessed to have you as part of their family. Um, <laughs> the next bit I didn't really write much because it just says talk about family. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, in case you didn't know, my beautiful sister in the front, um, and my wonderful parents are here today, so just call them auntie and uncle, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, I really love them so much. Um, I probably don't say that enough, um, to be honest, um, but uh, you've just always helped me um, to grow, just focus on God, and uh, uh, just dedicate all my plans to him, and just remind me that he's been so faithful to um, all that he's done in me and um, for other people as well. Um, I guess, yeah, it's not, <laughs> there's too much I can say about them, but uh, yeah, they've just been amazing in my life. Um, so yeah. Um, I guess by taking God seriously after all that he's put me through and all that, all, all the different trials and tests and just the people that he's put me, put around me, um, I guess God has humbled me in just so many ways, uh, and just giving me the capacity to just serve and love others in the best of my ability, um, even if it just means stretching uh, as much as I can, um, because he's just shown how much he loves me and how faithful he is in my life uh, through other people. Um, I think um, through all the tests and all the trials that I've been through, I think there's one thing that you learn the most is, I guess, God never intends to wreck your plans or remove them from you, um, but just purely to elevate them, um, just to bring you to a new level, just so that you can just live beyond yourself and live for other people as well, yeah. as well as living for him as well. Um, so I probably wouldn't be here um, deciding to get baptized today, uh, I guess if it weren't for the people around, my, around me. Uh, so they've just been, well, I mean, part of my testimony really, so... Yeah, uh, they've been a huge uh, factor in 
the hunger and drive to just know more, just know God more and more uh, each day. So, yeah. Amen. Praise God. You know, Toby, we've really seen Toby grow. And in fact, one of the things that really blessed both uh, myself and Pastor Cat was actually just happened this morning. Uh, and uh, I, I didn't realize that, you know, uh, some of you might or might not know this, but uh, no, before we come to set up for church for the 11 a.m. service, we're, all the teams are actually here by 9 a.m., you know, and before we set things up, before the chairs are arranged, before the, the refreshments are laid out, before all that, we, we meet together, all the teams, and together we pray at 9 a.m., and uh, recently, we've just been given different uh, leaders chance to lead it. And I actually didn't know that actually today was uh, Toby uh, leading it. And so it was, I was like so pleasantly surprised when I was like, oh, I wonder who's leading it. And then Toby spoke up. And Toby went like, all right, guys, thanks for coming. I'm like, <laughs> whoa, 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 what? And uh, oh, I was so blessed, you know, like uh, I was, you know, kind of like praying on the outside, but inside my heart was smiling. Uh, if my heart could smile uh, from ear to ear, uh, very proud. And uh, I wasn't the only one. After, you know, leading uh, the whole session, uh, a cat came to me after that, you know, when I was filling up the pool outside. Like, Toby, they pray. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> isn't it amazing? And, and, you know, because we know Toby, we know what's his comfort zone. And every time he steps out of that comfort zone, it's just so amazing. And so when his parents came, I, I told them like, oh, this morning, like, do you, you, I'm not sure whether you know, but to be led the whole team in prayer. And then, they, and of course, they were, you know, they've always been proud. They've always been proud uh, of Toby. And, uh, you know, just, yeah, just amazing. And, uh, you know, we've seen Toby grow as well, you know, growing uh, from, you know, really just... Uh, the, the guy who's like a wallflower in church just finds a corner and blends into the wall to now, you know, uh, going the extra mile to care for people, connect with people. You know, he will be someone that will say, hey, have you been to homes? No? Okay, why don't I meet you at the tube station? I'll walk with you. You know, and uh, really, Toby, we're so proud of you. But this is again proof that what God is doing in the lives of different ones. Amen? Praise God. Okay, so, uh, you know, let's move on. We've got two more J's, uh, but it's good. Amen. Uh, and uh, so, uh, up next uh, is none other than Joycelyn. Joycelyn! Come on up, Joycelyn. Hi, everyone. I'm Joycelyn. So, I was born into a Buddhist family. But my parents decided to convert to Christianity when I was six. So for as long as I can remember, I've always been a Christian. But I guess as a child, I don't really know uh, what Christianity meant or who God was or what he was like. So um, I've always been really curious in life and life after death. So um, I tried to look for God in many different places. But uh, looking back as a child, I don't know if that was the smartest choice because it honestly left me even more confused. And I got most of my information from like old encyclopedias and random books in the house. Uh, so I started going to church when I was 12. I joined a cell group with like 50 other 12-year-olds. And that was probably a very defining moment in my life, even though I didn't realize it back then. Um, I started to learn more about who God was, uh, what it meant to be a follower of Christ, and uh, the sacrifices that it required, but also the fulfillment and purpose that it brought to life. And I remember the first chapter that I memorized was 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind. And I remember like, I wrote that chapter over and over again so many times in my notebook. because uh, And it completely changed my understanding of what it meant to love others. 
But I think um, it also made me realize how different and profound uh, God's way was from the way of the world. And that was also the year I decided to commit my life to Christ. Um, after that, it was always really important to me that my questions about the Bible and about God could be answered because um, I wanted to look for facts and I didn't want to just follow the crowd. So, uh, but the more I studied the Bible for myself, the more it made sense to me. And I think the more real God started becoming to me, not just through the word, but also through prayer. Um, so I've always been someone who worries a lot, even until now. Uh, but I know that peace is always just a prayer away. And I think this has become even more evident since starting university. For example, uh, currently during exam season, for the past like, two months, there have been so many times where I felt uh, really overwhelmed with feelings of fear and inadequacy. But I think it's also during this season where God's faithfulness becomes even more evident. So like the past few weeks, I've sat for so many papers that I felt completely underprepared for. And um, this is quite abnormal for me. <laughs> but like going to the venue, exam venue, I always feel like I was walking to my death. <laughs> but <laughs> I know that no matter how anxious or how nervous I am um, prior to sitting for the exam, every time I stepped foot into the exam hall, there was this unexplainable sense of peace that would follow me. Wow. Yeah, another thing I've always struggled with was letting go and surrendering to God. Um, and I'm trying to learn how to do that now. And, and I realized that whenever I choose to lean on God's strength, he's always so much more capable of um, anything that I could do for myself. So, for example, for one of my papers, uh, I only managed to study four topics out of 12. And um, the exam format was to answer three questions out of seven. Uh, but when I opened the paper, three out of the four questions that I studied for came out. And um, they were the exact questions that I revised for. So um, when I read the questions, it was like, almost like God reassuring me through the paper that uh, he's always faithful to me even though I don't realize it. Um, even when I'm doubtful, he's always still there. So reflecting on my life this past week, I realized that it's really a constant testimony of his grace and favor that I did not deserve in my life. And uh, I think ultimately I'm choosing this journey of faith because of how he loved us first. And I think... Um, making a decision to be baptized was probably one of the most certain decisions I've ever made in my life. So, yeah. Thank you. Amen. Wow. I know, I, I, as, as Joyce was sharing that, I can just imagine all the students here studying for the exams are like, give me that anointing. Give me... Yeah, so after service, you know, go up to her, ask her, pray for me. You know, lay, lay, you know I need that anointing of study four questions, all three come out. Amen. But wow, you know, when uh, Joycelyn uh, texted me what she was sharing, I was so blessed, you know, just seeing how real God is in her life. And just even standing there, you know, I, I'm just reminded, you know, how many of you really, I mean, I don't know about you, but as I was standing there, I was like, man, no, Joycelyn, like, you know, I'm sure if you ask her, she'd be like, oh, I was really nervous, but she was so cool, so calm, so composed. You know, she's a biomedical science student. I can totally see her next time standing in front of a crowd, you know, uh, you know giving, you know, just a, just a you know, presentation on the latest scientific discovery that she discovered. You know, and, uh, you know, but standing there again, you know, and I hope this can be an encouragement to you, Joyce, as well, is that, you know, I, no matter how uh, we feel, and uh, sometimes, you know, we can think that, oh, I'm a quiet person, but we all have a story inside of us. We all have a testimony inside of us. And just seeing, you know, Joyce Lynn stand here and just that letting that testimony come out, wow, you know, that's powerful. And I pray that 
all of us will walk away going like, you know what? You know, I, 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 my, my personality doesn't define me. God defines me. And His place within all of us, not just salvation, but testimony of His goodness. You know, so I pray that this will also inspire you uh, to even maybe, you know, take note of what God has done and begin to share it, you know, in confidence to the people around us. And, uh, you know, who knows, that might just push them closer to God. So well done, Joyce Lee. We're so proud of you. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Right. So we have uh, one more uh, uh, candidate and, uh, and also starts with a J. And uh, so please, church, put your hands together for Jashem. Jashem. <laughs> or, or Joshua, as it's sometimes known. Also, oh, Jay. Okay, cool. Hello? Hello? Okay. Uh, first, I just, I just want to say uh, thank you for this opportunity to just speak to all of you. And I just want to say thank you to my parents. Uh, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. Uh, so let me start, for, start with uh, my life before uh, I met Jesus. So when I was very, very young... Um, my mom actually brought me to Sunday school once, and I was really confused <laughs> uh, with all the singing and clapping. And after the whole session, my mom never brought me back <laughs> to the Sunday school, maybe because like, she saw the lack of interest uh, in me. And not just that, my mom actually also brought me to a Buddhist Sunday school once, and the same thing happened, actually. Uh, but, yeah, and that's, that's the, like, Sunday school experience I ever had as a, as a kid. And, and also, like, when I was very little, there was, like, um, these books at home uh, with left and right pages. So the left page would say, like, will show you pictures of um, what you should do, or, like, good deeds, and good stuff that you should do. And the right page will show you what will happen to you if you didn't do those good deeds. So I think those books were like um, put there for me to read from my parents to just try to discipline me, maybe, um, because they were very busy with work, so they wouldn't be able to spend too much time with me. And, uh, and I... Um, believe them, uh, among all the other books like astrology and human biology. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, and talking about that, uh, my grandparents are actually are uh, uh, religious. Uh, they are Buddhist, and they have like the whole uh, praying table at home. And because of that, I was only religious uh, during Chinese New Year. I only pray during Chinese New Year, and I only. Um, do whatever they want me to do uh, during that season. And that's it for the year, whole year. And that's, I think that's why I uh, believed in existence of uh, a god. Uh, in fact, many gods. Um, but yeah, that was, that was it. Uh, that was my um, religious life uh, when I was young. And, but about like when I was 16 and 17, uh, I got a little wiser, and I was interested in religion. I was interested in um, what, why is there so many different religions, and why are people um, 
spending their time to spread uh, their religion and having so much love for their religion. So I try to get to know more about my religion, but um, I didn't get to uh, get to get to know much about it. And there was there was nothing happened, and life was back to normal. And there was about uh, 16, 17. And talking about how I came to know him, it was a pure coincidence because my friend Clifton, back when I was in high school, last year of high school, he just asked me if I wanted to go to church with him, uh, to X Church, actually. And, and the reason behind him asking me was because his usual partner or friend who usually goes to church with him uh, doesn't want to go to church that particular, sun, that, that particular Sunday. So um, I said yes uh, with no hesitation. Um, with, and I, have no, I don't understand why I said yes uh, until now, <laughs> but it was a good yes. Um, and actually, it was an awesome uh, session, and it was a great, great Sunday service, and there was a salvation call. And the same ABC came on that you have to, uh, would, you, would you admit that you need God? And would you believe that uh, God had died for your sin? And would you uh, commit your life to God? And at that time, um, at that season, I think I was um, looking for answers and direction. And, and I clearly uh, believed in, uh, in those three um, requirements. So... I raised up my hand and I said yes. And I didn't know that that was it. <laughs> that, was, that was saying that I actually started my life, my walk with Christ. Uh, until Daniel Chong, my, uh, uh, my homes leader uh, now, uh, he approached me after service telling me about, oh, so uh, congratulations for like saying yes. To, to Jesus, and I'm like, oh, okay, I, I didn't know, but um, I think I just, I just ran with it, and I just uh, keep going with it, and I continue to attend uh, normal uh, Sunday services, and because I just feel like I learn something new uh, every single Sunday, and maybe because uh, Clifton mom, Clifton's mom always gave me a ride to the church. And uh, Daniel and Clifton was always there uh, at the start of my um, walk with Christ. And I believe both of them are really uh, important in uh, this walk with Christ for me. And, um, and I believe everything would have turned out differently if uh, Clifton didn't just have a friend that didn't want to go to church with him that particular, that particular Sunday. Okay, and the last part is um, what happened after I know Jesus. Okay, so um, shortly after, I uh, got my result for my uh, SBM, just the uh, final, uh, final exam for high school. And I've got uh, sufficiently good results to get a scholarship for A-levels, and that's definitely God. I got awesome lecturers in my, during my A-levels, which is definitely God as well. And I'll have the, I have the privilege to start a homes and serve uh, in homes 
uh, back in Malaysia, which is definitely got it for. I have the strength to make an application to study at Imperial. <laughs> definitely God. Uh, my A-level results were good enough to be accepted by Imperial, which is also definitely God. Um, my parents had the financial ability to support me uh, through my studies and until now, which is also definitely God. Um, I meet this uh, wonderful ex-London community which supported me when I was here. Definitely God. Thank you. <laughs> and strength and like heart to serve in ex-London here, which is really definitely God. Like sometimes waking up on a Sunday is, for 9 a.m. is difficult. <laughs> and finally, making me realize that um, whatever happened to me uh, which is good or bad, was by him, but also for the best interests in me. And also him giving me the strength and reason to say yes to water baptism today. And that's definitely God. Um, so with all the testimonies, there were always some um, fears coming uh, before them, before they happened. But uh, I just want to say that uh, God is always good. And God always gone forth before us and to prepare the green pastures for us. And will always only bless us with challenges we are able to achieve, we'll be able to overcome. And lastly is after that, after uh, accepting Christ, fear was never alone, but, with, uh, but accompanied with the confidence of God. And we know that uh, He has the best plan for us and uh, all we have to do is just to run with it. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Joshua. Let's give all the candidates a big hand. Amen. Wow. Aren't we all blessed? Amen. You know, one thing I noticed, and uh, you know, it wasn't planned at all, but you can definitely see through all five different lives, uh, five different journeys, uh, one common thread, which is that God had been there all along. You know, it just took us a while to realize that, oh, actually, that's God. That's God. That's God. It might have started with a random family member bringing us to a Sunday school, you know, or to church, but that's God. You know, it might have been, you know, troubles and challenges, but actually that's God. And, and really, you know, it's really God who found us. That's the story of salvation. Salvation belongs to God. We who were all once lost, we are now found. Uh, it was God who found us. Uh, it was God who, who searched us even before we even knew uh, where to search. Uh, it was God who really uh, led us back to Him. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.axchurch.uk. God bless.